This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining me now is a New York City Councilwoman representing the 19th District in Queens, New York. Please welcome uh, Vicki Palladino, Councilwoman to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Very quickly, uh, Vicki Palladino is a no-nonsense American politician. She's a member of the New York City Council for the 19th District, uh, which covers uh, College Point, Whitestone, Beechhurst, parts of Flushing, Bayside, Eastern Queens. She's a Republican, and she is a woman uh, who was born in Whitestone to working-class parents, and before entering politics, she spent 40 years raising a family and running two small businesses. Uh, I think you're going to like her common-sense approach if, you, if you're not familiar with her already. Councilwoman Palladino, thanks so much for joining us on this morning, uh, Sunday morning. It's I who thank you, Judge Janine. Okay. Thank you. It's an honor. And oh. I'm a huge fan. So thank you very much for asking me, uh, uh, inviting me onto your show. This is great. Thanks. Okay. Well, we'll have, we'll have a few minutes of fun, uh, Councilwoman. That's for sure. Uh, you know, what we're seeing now in the schools, and I'm not even going to talk about the, uh, the, the migrants or the illegals in the schools right now. But I want to talk right. about what's going on in the schools and the fact that uh, aside from the issue of reading, writing, and arithmetic, which mm -hmm. should be a primary focus of schools, we've got kids in schools who are not only not following the, the criminal law uh, as it relates to the abuse of teachers as well as each other, but are focused on this woke nonsense and uh, pro-Palestinian, pro Hamas uh, setting that we're seeing in the world. What is going on in the schools? What's going on in the school and we've in the schools, uh, Janine, is that we have been for now. I say close to two decades. Uh, we've watched this uh, critical theory, gender theory, anti-Western bias, anti-Semitism, and other there are other ideological uh, po uh, poisons that they have been feeding our kids. And uh, we've been going at calling it indoctrination. Uh, I got a little bit of a left-handed reprimand uh, from the school chancellor when he did his interview, uh, I should say his press conference at Hillcrest the other day, uh, you know, because I called it uh, the radicalization of our kids. So it was a backhanded uh, uh, smack to me because he didn't mention my name, of course, but that's what I said. And I told I, I spoke out very loudly uh, to Fox News online, as well as Newsmax, and now to you. Uh, it's been sickening what we've been seeing happening. Is, and this, now, ha is so, this being taught, Vicky? Is this being taught yes, in the schools? Yes, it is being taught. We have got to completely overhaul our curriculum. Our curriculum has done away, you know this, it's been done away with, you know, the basic stuff that these kids need to learn and be prepared to go into high school. You know, some of these high school kids barely can read. Yes. Uh, you know, we had the COVID, 
They shut us down for two and a half years. Uh, we've got kids who are maladjusted socially. They lean on TikTok. They lean on all sorts of, uh, they learn, you know, uh, from, they're getting their lessons in life, so to speak, or their daily lessons from the, in, from these, um, from TikTok and these other means, not from a teacher in front. And well, another then, thing, let me, Vicky, is, let me ask you something. When these yeah. kids go to school, they're allowed to have right. their phones with them in the classroom? Well, here's a, here's a thing in my district, uh, and I have uh, two districts, super, I have uh, 25 and 26. We have a policy here, most schools implement it, where the kids are not allowed to have their phones on them while they are in school. Now, also in District 19, I, my, most of my schools are elementary and middle. I only have one high school. Mm-hmm. So I cannot speak to this greatly on a high school level, but I could tell you in my elementary schools and in my middle schools, my principals are phenomenal. They are offering workshops to the parents to educate the parents yeah. at a young age what these kids are actually being, you know, looking into and how they are talking to each other online to educate the parents. Because well, okay, parents okay, no but clue. Vicki Palladino, besides educating the parents, which is so important, I mean, I used right. to do it as DA. We'd bring them in and tell them what was going on in terms of pedophiles, that kind right. of thing. But, yeah. but, but are these kids allowed to bring their phones in? I mean, I have no problem with a kid having a phone in case a parent needs to get in touch with them, but they shouldn't have access to that phone to use it while they're in the classroom. Is that what's happening? Uh, in high school, I'm going to say yes. In my in my middle schools and elementary schools, these kids should not have their phones. I I, I what is a seven or a ten year old doing with a phone? But a if they if they bring a phone? a phone, Vicky, does something happen to them? No, no, they bring the phone, but what they do is they put them in these little cases. Good, which is yes. great. Yes. And you know, you remember Janine when we used we needed our parents. What did we do? You went down to the office, the office called your mother or your father or your aunt or your grandmother, and mm-hmm. everything was handled. There is no reason for these kids to have any access to social media during the hours of 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. Unnecessary. And you know, another thing, we've got these uh, teachers in these Ivy League colleges, you know, these professors. Where do they come from, Janine? They come from these very high schools that they're graduating from, that they were indoctrinated into. So we've got this, this reckless, reckless ideology being taught at our, at our kids at a higher level, the highest level, college. Well, you know, I watched live on, I watched you yesterday, The Five, <laughs> and I listened to you talk about, you know, that actress, Huffy, is that yeah, her name? Yeah, Huffy. And, yeah. and what the hell, what went on with her, okay? Yeah that she's trying to validate what she did. Yeah, yeah, have- just just for the listeners, what, what she did was, uh, you know, she hired someone to change her kid's uh, uh, grade oh, on the SAT, and she was convicted and went to jail uh, for 11 days. And now she's coming out and she's saying, well, you know, I did it for my daughter. I did it to save, you know, her career and all this nonsense. Oh, nonsense. But, but, I, but- I, I agreed with you 100%. You know, for the students here, at this young age, to feel empowered enough, because there's no consequences, Janine, remember, Mm -hmm. no consequences, 
Right, but you let's know, talk think, about let's talk about where these kids are getting information. Are you aware of the, you know what is what is being taught? I mean, does anyone monitor what the teachers are telling our kids? Well, yes. When I I have had a rash of parents calling my my office in the last two weeks since my tweets went crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, and what they're telling me is that their fights that break out, as we saw in Hillcrest, they happen to capsule, you know, uh, capsulate Hillcrest. But I'm going to tell you, this is not an isolated incident. This mm -hmm. is going on in every high school. Did you see the video where the, uh, the school guards were attacked by the kids in yes. Hillcrest? Yes. Okay. What these, what these two people try to do are, and they make no money. You know, they're doing this really out of the goodness of their heart when you become a school safety officer. Right. Uh, so what they tried to do was they tried to break up a fight that started out between two teenagers, a girl and a boy, having their normal nonsense. And it's fun into guys piling onto girls. They tried to break this up. So instead... A female and a male school safety guard got pounded. That was hidden. You know how that was, they call for transparency. All that stuff is being pushed under a rug. And I could tell you that firsthand because some mother gave me that video. I'm the one that relates that video, you know about Hillcrest High School. Well, and, and what, why thing. they want to do that because they want to protect the reputation of the school or they don't That's care about right. the school safety that officers. They, Talk to me. They, they want this. Our DOE is in serious trouble. Department of Education. Is, yeah. Yes. The Department of Education is in serious trouble. And though we could scream loudly or we could we could speak about all these platitudes about how we must do something. Well, you know what? Words don't matter anymore. Actions matter. And mm -hmm. until we start to get some sort of audit on the DOE itself. Mm -hmm. And I cannot stand, and I made this very clear, I cannot stand the UFT. And the United Federation on, of Teachers. Well, who can? They kept, the, they kept the schools closed during the pandemic. And now yes, the whole move is to it, just graduate these kids. It doesn't matter if they can even read or write. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And this is where, you know, a lot of our school teachers who, you know, when my sister is a school teacher for 30 years. It's mm -hmm. a woman's profession, more or less because it doesn't pay much money. So now a lot of our teachers are Democrats, okay? Mm -hmm. Most of them reasonable Democrats. However, the UFT has changed the curriculum to our old time regular teachers and handed it over to this new breed of younger teachers who don't know how to teach. And then they're given a curriculum that they they idolize. They love it. They think it's great. Gender fluidity. Why are we teaching gender fluidity? Why did we kick out history? Why did we do that, uh, Jeanine? Why aren't we teaching the basics? Why don't we have people becoming engineers that we have to bring in, uh, you know, people from overseas to do basic architecture, engineering? You know, I introduced, and it was passed, a rezo. I want vocational learning back in our mm -hmm. high schools, mm -hmm. mandatory, if possible, into our middle schools. But it was passed. I will have vocational learning. There are other avenues for these and, kids. And by vocational, specifically, what do you mean? Okay, vocational. 
We need auto mechanics. You know, everything is done by computer today. We need plumbers. Uh, We need we need uh, culinary arts. Uh, These are all things hands on. Uh, Carpenters, you know, uh, when a kid doesn't do well in math and then you put him in a shop class. Remember shop? We used to have shop. And all of a sudden the kid knows how to use a slide ruler. That Mm. same kid who was failing math knows how to use a slide ruler. I think vocational learning is definitely a a direction that we need to take. Uh, Our system needs an overhaul. We We have been on a slippery slope now. Like I said, for decades. But how do we stop it, Vicki Palladino, Councilwoman, New York City? How do we stop this? Because the, it, it is a fact. Our kids lost out on the pandemic. There's a whole generation coming out where the kids in China are learning quantum physics while our kids were out yeah. because every metric was to close the school and not to open it. And unless you're homeschooling or private schooling, your kids are going to lose. That is correct, and that's what we're we are reaping what we have sowed over the last two years, three years, you know, because it went on from 2020 uh, right. to, uh, you know, and we didn't hire back our good school teachers, you know. All of our school, good school teachers that were fired, that are on the job for 15 years, 20 years, that loved their job, truly loved their job, uh, they were never hired back. Why not? You know, Well, because they still didn't get vaccinated all because Mm. of the vaccine. You know, this was this was mandated that you could not. And now when they everybody says, you know, they went under the guise that we hired back after the after the uh, pandemic. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens is and I have a woman who works in my office. She worked for the school system for 28 years. She's a dynamo. I love that she's on my staff. You can't do better than hiring a former school teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, if she was to get her job back, she's in a lawsuit along with thousands of others. Uh, if she was to get her job back, she'd have to go in at not at the 30-year level, but at the first-year level. In it's terms insane. of payment? And that's, yes, yes. And that's what they're doing to our police officers and our firemen who want to come back to work. So can you imagine a man who's been a fireman uh, for 20 years, 25 years? He has to start off as if he's a plebe, a brand new, uh, uh, come on. This is absolutely ridiculous. You ask for a fix. You know, the fix is not an easy one. Uh, You know, like I said, some of us have been wanting it for years. Now we've reached the point where this can't be ignored. We need a ma- we need major structural changes to purge the woke poison from our DOE at every level, mm-hmm. including the teachers unions who have enabled this. But how do you break the teachers union, Vicky Palladino? Uh, I mean, you know, we yeah. watched we watched uh, Randy Weingarten. Uh, we watched her collect billions and not open the schools, yeah. and then they yeah. they contribute to the Democrats. I mean, it 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 is so insulting to the average American to see that this this pay for play is what it is. You know, it is. It certainly is. They are the most corrupt union, most highly funded union, most powerful union this city is looking at and you know what you mean i don't have an answer for that right now i really don't i think we should audit it let's find out how you know i'm a line by line number type person mm-hmm. and i do my budget the same way uh i want to know 
line for line, how much money everybody's getting paid. Let's start with that. What goes along with all the ribbons and bows with their titles? And yeah. what goes along? I mean, come on. Well, an audit, we could start there. How's that? Well, an audit, certainly. I mean, you know, the money is usually the common denominator. But, but oh, in wait. the meantime, the kids are out of control in terms of crime. I mean, what you just disclosed, I mean, hiding an assault on the uh, school guards, at, you know, to either protect the kids, protect it's the reputation of the school. Because the it, yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, yeah, it's going on all over the city. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, having former teachers surrounding me uh, constantly, I am on a lot of, uh, you know, I see a lot, I hear a lot, and it comes directly from, as we would say, without me disclosing how, you know, kind of like from the horse's mouth. So I'm getting very, very good mm -hmm. information from very reliable sources. And uh, if we don't start to make changes uh, now, we like you have quoted before, we're losing a generation, we're losing actually two generations now. And when I give mm -hmm. my graduation speeches, uh, to my young ones, fifth grade, going into uh, middle school, and the most terrifying uh, uh, graduation speeches I get. And I go to schools constantly. I am in my schools constantly. Uh, and I read mm -hmm. stories. I talk to the kids. They ask me to swear in their officials, you know, the student body. Uh, when I, mm -hmm. the most terrifying speech I give is the graduation speech for the eighth graders that are going to be entering high school because they're going from yes. a very safe area. You know, their school, 700 kids in the entire school, uh, nurtured, great principals, great teachers, and they're going to jump off a cliff into a shark tank of 3,000 kids, 2,800 kids yeah. in a system that just doesn't work. And uh, Well, this is, this, it's, it's a shame troubling. because the parents are expecting education and they're getting everything. But what's going on? What are you seeing in the schools as it relates to this pro-Hamas stuff that's going on, the anti-Semitism? Do you see any of that in the younger mm -hmm. students? No, not in my district, no. Not in my district. I have okay. not, and I haven't heard about anything going on uh, in any of my neighboring districts. No. I will tell you, though, uh, we hit on something yesterday on a very large Zoom call we had with the chancellor, and that was teachers, these radicalized young teachers that come from these Ivy school or not so Ivy school uh, colleges and universities. They get up. And I have one that actually lives around the corner from my government office. And I just handed her name to uh, the chancellor yesterday because she will reap what she has sown. I could not get over, first of all, her personal attacks on me, which I could care less about. But more importantly, mm -hmm. the types of messaging that was shat. I could not believe it. She teaches in school district 24. And mm -hmm. I held back. I will not hold back anymore because her social media reflects her opinions on Israel. Her opinions uh, reflect on all sorts of radical ways of thinking. And she teaches middle school in District 24. So the chickens are coming home to roost. 
And the sooner this happens, with transparency, getting rid of these teachers that actually stand in front of a classroom and teach this to our young minds, that's the way to start. Well, I'll tell you, it is clearly there is a problem in the schools and in education. And what we need are people who are going to identify the issue and report it to the uh, to the proper authorities. And unfortunately, we're, we're seeing the result because these kids who graduate end up, uh, you know, running corporations and end up making yeah. decisions that affect us on a very a much, much larger scale. Anyway, really Congress uh, uh, Councilwoman, I'm, I'm, I'm promoting you to Congress. <laughs> Councilwoman no, Vicki Palladino, I wanted to thank you for joining us. Keep up the good work in the schools. We sense your frustration and we join you in that. Uh, there's you. a lot we've got to do, but at least we've got someone watching what's going on in the oh, schools. I'm Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for everything, <laughs> Judge Janine. It thank was a pleasure and an honor to speak to you. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you. it's always good chatting with uh, Vicki Palladino, Councilwoman, New York City. And folks, never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. And up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation, I will be speaking with Colonel David Hunt to talk about what's going on in that uh, regional war that's going on in the Middle East. Stay with us. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.